This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? We are back here on Botch to talk about Boobinati. <laughs> we got big boobs, big areolas, and big egos might i say <laughs> stay tuned you're tuning into the destination for tv superfan discussion after buzz tv and now let the buzz begin let it play let it play let's get some biggest let's get some so for you guys at home we don't know sounds like we're singing this yeah it's a huge huge title we wanted to open up on a titty song and this came up in our youtube search titties titties flopping in the air titties titties flopping on the pole okay okay no no it's getting a little much a little much anyway titties everywhere titties don't you just want to yell that though you know what word i don't want to yell areola <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe you just well, said it. I know, but we're going to be saying it a lot. <laughs> yes. It came off a lot in this it episode, did. so it we're going to be breaking it down all and more. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again this week. I'm your host, Juliet. I've missed you all, and I've missed my lovely co-panelists. How are you guys doing? Good. Great. How are you? Good, good. I got Abby to my le- Abigail to my left, my beauty expert who knows all the tidbits about just beauty spas and and I don't know. You go. I feel like you know all the secrets of this world. I, you know, I try. You try. Try. <laughs> Ooh, awesome. And Nicole. I try to steal the secrets from her. <laughs> of course, she's oh. a smart one on this panel. She knows. She's like, I'm going to listen. I'm going to take notes, and I'm going to move forward with them. <laughs> so thank you guys again so much for being here with us. Uh, if you cannot tell, we're so so excited to be breaking this down. It was a crazy crazy episode. What were you guys' overall thoughts? I loved it. I enjoyed it, especially uh, the Bubanati. Bubanati. She was like, I mean, even though it, she's pretty outrageous with with her boobs i guess that's why she calls herself the boobinati Mm -hmm. but i was really entertained by her for some reason so was she a highlight for you i I was entertained by how many times i rolled my eyes in this episode (laughs) they almost got stuck in the back of my head i think um yeah it was entertaining it was an entertaining episode for sure um with actually some new stuff that we haven't seen before Mm -hmm. and also with you know the the typical 
Tickle nose job. Right, right, exactly. This is a this was an interesting episode. So we have three different patients. We have Jessica, whose nose is so far right that it's wrong. We also are going to be be breaking down Nina's journey, who is the Bubanati, mm-hmm. uh, and she also breaks down the whole sugar baby, sugar queen uh, lifestyle, which I mean I learned a lot about. And then finally we have Joey, who has a body of a thirty year old and a tricep of a eighty year old, and he um, he was an interesting one for sure. But since we already talked a little bit about her, let's talk about Nina and her boobinati. I never heard that expression before. Had you guys heard that about that? I've never heard boobinati. I think it's just big breasted women (laughs) band together. (laughs) Band together. Yeah. Um, And she she had an interesting journey. So she um, basically her she calls her career being a sugar she's not a sugar baby. She used to be a sugar baby now she's a sugar queen. Do you guys know anything it's about that world? Self-titled. Right, exactly. I've only heard the ter- term sugar baby or sugar mama or sugar daddy. So when she said sugar queen, I was like, yeah, she had to have given herself that title. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting, but I see why. But her issue that she was having, I've never seen anything like that. I know last week someone had a similar issue, but her Areolas, I'm sorry, I have to say it. <laughs> We're expanding like crazy. I've never seen areolas that size. Okay, have you guys like, ever areolas. seen, like, you know when you're just, like, whatever. You're, we're all girls here. But, like, you're changing. Or, like, oh, your friends are over and everyone's, like, putting on. I mean, I work at a med spa, so I feel like I just see boobs a lot. Like, even though we don't do boob jobs there, like, people are always like, oh, I have this scar. Can you do my areola hair removal? Or, like, and we're all just super comfortable with each other at work. But I see people's boobs and sometimes I'm just like holy shit like your Ariel is huge like it's weird to me like yeah. that's the weirdest thing to me about like some people have like very very small ones and some people have like salami it looks like salami yeah exactly that's exactly her, what it looked like it would bother bigger, me yeah would that bother you guys having two different sized ones absolutely and, and her her biggest concern too was she wanted her boobs bigger I'm like honey you need to crazy. be concerned about what you're seeing when you take your sh- we took it all we brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Off. Exactly. No, she loves them. And then in the interview, you know, she was playing with them. She says, I want I want to get them bigger so I can boob twerk. Okay. Not butt twerk, but boob twerk. That sound. I was embarrassed for her. <laughs> She's a grown ass woman. You never play with your boobs? <laughs> First of all, my boobs wouldn't know what another boob felt like. They've never touched in their lives. It's never going to happen. <laughs> But, like, her doing that whole, like, jiggle and, like, it was almost like, like, you know, when people do, like, the sex noise, like, and they squish their hands. It was gross, though. Yeah. Which, for me, I was just embarrassed of, like, at some point you're, you have to look in the mirror and be like, I'm a grown individual. Like, it's not cute. It might be cute when, like, a 19-year-old or, you know, 22-year-old does it. But when you're, like, I mean, you're definitely in your late 30s to 40s. Yeah, I think she was 38. If I'm not mistaken, it's not cute anymore. Yeah, and honestly, the first thing I was thinking when she did that, I was like, I'm so glad that's not my mother. Right. Thank God. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she definitely had a 
a lot of attitude for sure um, about her. But you know what? She was just she stuck to her guns. At she least. owned it. That's what yeah, I really sure. exactly. She owned it. Owned it, and I really enjoyed that. Um, and she even like called herself a feminist who wanted to help. Uh, educate women on their rights and what they're worth and then put a tax on that in terms of when it comes to the sugar baby, sugar daddy uh, relationship. She's like, uh, can we call her an advocate? I think it depends on how you look at it. Because I think, at least my perspective, is I view myself as like someone who's for women's equality and rights and all of those things and I think that if you want to like your sexuality and whatever you want to do to make money that's totally on you but if you're putting it out there you need to prepare for judgment and that's I think where I'm a little conflicted with her because she's owning the fact that she's a sugar baby but also like when you're Yes, men should, you know, men get away with so much in life. Like, why can't a woman profit off of her sexuality? I mean, you're going to give it up anyway, so it's like, what's worse? Like, getting money for something or doing it for free? Like, now I don't know. I'm like, you know, I don't know. But it just was a little concerning to me how she was just so okay with being like, yeah, I had five sugar daddies, and I'm the wealthiest sugar baby. Honey, you're the wealthiest one that said what they're making. Right. Because I'm telling you a million dollars, you're not the wealthiest. Right. Definitely not the wealthiest, for sure. But one of the things that she said is she wanted to teach uh, young women to leave out of relationships with more than just, you know, children and regrets she's like if you're gonna cry you might as well cry in a maserati i don't know <laughs> i mean i guess there's a point there but it just it all depends on what your goals are right and i think you know what that's the overall message um judge her if you may but she stuck to her guns and that's her prerogative and i didn't you know just to each their own but yeah back to her areola since abigail <laughs> loves when i say that <laughs> Yes, one was bigger than the other, and they were they were expanding. So she was really, really hoping that the doctors could help her minimize those, but yet make her boobs even bigger. And her dream was 2,000 cc's. How, I mean, how, how big is 2,000 cc's? I feel like her, well, what did that other woman have, the blonde one? Yeah, Hers were more than that. So this oh. chick's already, Nina's already the loser. Compared to last Compared week, the, to uh, the blonde, uh, or two weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago, yeah, like, two I forget, weeks ago. Um, gosh, I forget her name, but she, yes, she was blonde. Uh, she was the mother who loved the extreme. Uh, if you guys um, haven't seen that episode yet, I really encourage you to go check it out. It was lots of fun. It wasn't the, last week; it was the week prior to that. Uh, and if you haven't done so, I'm gonna tell you everything that you should be doing. Go watch that. Leave a comment there. Leave a comment on this video as well. Mm-hmm. Um, go to our iTunes and our YouTube because we like keeping the conversation going on both platforms. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. After Buzz creates all this content for free, and we all love that all word. Free. Yes, for free. free. <laughs> and what's really cool is that when you subscribe, you get you know content that's like directly aggregated to you because if you subscribe to reality, then you're going to hear all our reality after shows, and we cover a bunch, and there's so much there, and we really urge you to just fall down the rabbit hole and leave us a comment, subscribe, and that really helps us, helps you. It's awesome. Another thing that's awesome is these areolas. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm She's like, I'm so done with that. <laughs> Over it. Bye, guys. No. <laughs> I wanted, like, for our audience, let's do a drinking game. Every time we say the word areola, take a shot. It's going to be, the episode's going to be real, real f- extra fun for you guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Nina goes in and to meet, to meet the doctors. And um, 
ultimately, they told her she wasn't a good candidate. Were we surprised by this decision? No. Absolutely not. Why is that? I mean, <laughs> it's already ridiculous, right? She's at 1,500 cc's, which is already, I mean, her skin is so stretched out. She looks like, honestly, she's kind of tipping over a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, and also, they said that if they were to perform the surgery, she would have to go smaller, right. which was not her goal. Right. She wanted to go bigger. Which is crazy. And you saw her friend, Ron, when she mentioned that she wanted to go bigger, he looked at her like she was insane, like she needs to go into an insane yeah. asylum or something. Yeah, she said that she loved the attention, then big boobs always get her attention, so she was seeking more and more attention. But I think there's other ways to get attention. It's all about confidence. It's about how you portray yourself in the world. It doesn't have to just be physical right, and right. more like a presence thing. But that's how she's made a living, so she kind of, I don't know, can you reverse that? Can you go back... Well, for me, it was bothersome that that the reason that she wanted the boobs so big is because she said it helped her social media. And I was like, honey, like people are on that because you're you're fascinating to them because it's like you're a freak of nature. (laughs) It's not because. No, but seriously, (laughs) that's the fascination. Like it's nobody's. No, it's not normal. Not that you have to be normal, but it's not even it's not even healthy. Look at what you did to your body. Your areola is the size of your face. <laughs> like, Shot. seriously, Shots. that's Shots concerning fired. to me that someone's, that society today is more concerned about a like. I mean, that's, that, I could no, literally go sad. mad yeah, talking about sure. stuff like that. You're for concerned sure. more about a like than you are about your own health or about how your kids view you or about, you know, doing the, the things that are going to make you the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. You just want a like. Or, you know, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm sure she has, like, a, a dirty Snapchat where people have to pay to subscribe. Like, that's the new thing now. Like, there's there's all of this. And so it's, like, you're – It's I just – I don't know. My thing – my whole thing with, like, morals, morals is, like, hers are skewed. Okay. So skewed. <laughs> she really bothered me. Yeah, well, you know, and, again, I think her – her idea of the perfect body bo- uh, bothered the doctors as well, and ultimately, yeah, yeah she just wasn't a good candidate, yeah. so she had to Did go you home. Doctor Nassif, he couldn't really um, focus when really, yeah, was sitting you- in the room. So when you know, yeah, her, her friend came in, they came in the room, and they were just talking about her goals. Like I noticed, Doctor Nassif was just kind of like, hmm. Do you think what do you mean like? Case. What do you think he was thinking in that moment? <sighs> well. Her nipple is what? probably hanging out, to be completely honest. But he well, sees those every right, day. Exactly. Yeah, but like so, if it's, if you have someone's talking and their shirt and there's like their areola just like kinda out of their dress, yeah, he like seemed that's distracted, weird. but I I wasn't gonna say distracted in a disgusted way. I really? think he was almost fascinated. Yes, I do. Like if you watch it again, mm-hmm. like he looked kinda like, hmm, interesting. Like he she almost kind of um encouraged him to be a sugar daddy almost because she was like would you would you would you be a sugar daddy he's like maybe when i'm like 75 years old maybe i I mean that's a good retirement (laughs) plan i mean i'm just putting it out there maybe who knows and i'm another theory i'm thinking is that she has been doing this you know living this lifestyle of the the sugar life for some time Mm -hmm. now and i wonder if you know, because there might be an expiration date on it. She's getting a little bit older, so it's probably so what she wants to get bigger. That. Yeah, because I was just thinking, like, she's proved there's not an expiration date. You think so? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what you think? What I'm thinking is that maybe she's seeing herself get older in other places. So she's like, mm-hmm. okay, my boobs is what's keeping me attractive to other people. So I'm just yeah. gonna go bigger. That's my golden ticket. Kind of like Dolly Parton. Yeah, I don't know if she's aged, but her boobs never aged. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> oh, Dolly Parton. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of where we leave Jessica. Uh, sorry, that's where we leave Nina off. And now let's head into Jessica um, and talk about her story. She had a nose to the as she was saying that was um, so far right, it was wrong. And she has been waiting to get her nose fixed for over 10 years. I thought she was really sweet. What do you guys think of I her? I loved her. And I loved her husband. Her husband was like yes. so supportive. Yes. He was fine, too. Oh, yes. He I was, was just going to mention that. Man. He was very good looking. I was like, ooh. He, he was big, um, big bodied. Um, and as you're saying, Abigail, like, we've on this show, sometimes we see partners who it looks like they're either pushing their partners a little to do something, or they're sticking by their side, and we don't fully understand why. And he just seemed like the perfect partner, because he was saying, I don't really think she needs to do this. I never thought that she has, but I'm going to support her, because it's going to help her self-confidence. Right. See, I love that. I want a guy like him. I know. You know, really who's sweet. not so focused on the outer appearance but focused and on the heart. And she's so beautiful. You know? I mean even with her nose being like, it's actually funny when we were watching it, I was like, I've seen a lot of noses like that. Like there's a lot of botched nose jobs out there that you don't really even notice are maybe necessarily a botched nose job. You're just like, oh they have a little skinny nose. Like, Right. Well I think, I don't know, because when they looked when they went a little closer, it seemed you could say see, the it was, bump and everything. It was bumping, and, yeah. it was going to the other side, but it's true, it's that at the end of the day, maybe she could have gone on. Um, and this actually, this the decision to actually go through with this was a tricky one because since her nose is kind of so messed up, she has she gets sick a lot and she has a heart her her nostrils are so open the air goes out a lot and having this surgery she could be more aesthetically pleasing yet this would increase her, her yes. breathing issues. Yes. What, what were you thinking about the decision that she made? Um she was brave for you know, continuing to go through with it, even though they told her, you know, you're, you could have breathing problems in the future, but she stuck with her guns, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, I don't know, I found her to be brave to continue with it, I mean. I was reading yeah. about the syndrome that she has, and it's actually, like, not that her, there's no narrowness to her airways. They're actually very open. It's that your body perceives it as being closed, so she can actually still breathe, but your your body basically... It's not like a mental thing, but you basically feel like you can't breathe, but you actually can. There's actually no uh, real obstruction. Um, so while, yes, I think I think it was way less serious than what they were kind of leading us um, to believe mm, in it, because you're kind of like, oh my gosh, she's choosing beauty over being able to breathe, but it's like, actually. Okay. It's, so it's more of a discomfort that wouldn't yeah. end up Yeah, it's, and it's not that she actually can't breathe, but. When you have it's it's a very rare condition. When you have it, it's like you feel like you can't breathe, even yeah. though there's nothing obstructing your airways. So. Right. It must okay. be yeah. like in a way, kind of like you're congested, but you're not really. You right. aren't really. Uh, but she was just so stuck on she. You know, she's been wanting this nose for 13 years, and she's going into surgery. Yeah. And even the doctor said it themselves. Doctor um, Nasif was saying, you know what? I think I would do the same thing if it yeah. was her. Yeah, he the risk doesn't seem that high. Yeah. So. I feel like I'm gathering that you're saying this was maybe a little push from production to, yeah. get to make that. Uh, I would, I would think so. Yeah. Well, they were very convincing. They were. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so brave. But I take that back. Then it was that <laughs> like serious. never mind. Never mind. Like, no, I'm just kidding. That That's why we have Abigail doing. You know, this whole our afterbus panel is doing the research and giving you guys the answers that you've been uh, longing for. Well, I'm <laughs> so, sure they were. <laughs> so sure they were. Uh, <laughs> so Jessica goes into the surgery. Um, and it's a successful one. 
It looked great. She has been. She had been longing for a good nose, and I feel like she got the result she wanted. What you, do you guys, guys think? are gonna hate me because I disagree. You didn't like it. I didn't like it. And well, as a oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Before you get too deep into it, I have to I'm, say that she after surgery she came out and she was so swollen and so big. Is that why you didn't like it? Because you're like, whoa, she looks terrible. no. I mean, I understand. Like immediately after she was sw- swollen, but I think uh, after production they wait like four to six weeks, which I understand after a, a nose job it would still be some slight, you know. Um, swelling, swelling. Uh, but it looked like it was pretty much settling in at that point in my personal opinion I like the one before actually I like the one before before that one where they showed photos of her before going into her first surgery I'm like she's actually a cute young lady so like you, you didn't like I did not like the results okay. sorry guys okay interesting I do have to say I um I liked it but I felt like it just really transformed her face. She yes. looked like a different person. She looked to me. like a completely different person. Maybe that's yeah. what did it for me. It was just like she looks unrecognizable. But at the end of the day, as long as she's confident and she loves it, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's true. And it, I mean noses are a big deal. They're a huge focal point. You have your eyes, your nose, and yeah. your lips. So And I also think maybe you just don't like her kind of like the the shape of the nose that she, you know how like there's you know there's types of like ears and noses mm-hmm. like quintessential ones and then obviously everyone has a little bit of a variation or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think she had the most appealing nose anyway. Like, mm-hmm. but they are going with what the, her actual you know like shape and stuff would mm-hmm. be. So maybe you're just picky with noses. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe and picky with noses. They kind of played around with that notion because oh, they were my saying gosh, yeah, that was so funny. So her first uh, doctor who operated on her, who had the botched surgery, uh, they never really had a clear communication of what her nose will look like. He just said, "I'm gonna ask my wife." She picks up and the who nose. says that? Maybe he, maybe she, he was joking. Like I can't really see like a doctor really saying that. But then again, I mean, he did really royally screw her nose up. But I, who says that? Right. I think that was very strange. And I think, again, like we on this show, we talk a lot about if you're going to get work done to do your research to figure things out. And this was a good, a great tidbit is that yeah. Dr. Nassif was saying himself is that you need to have you, a meeting with your doctor prior to the surgery to break down exactly what's going to go down, what you're going to look like. It's not always going to be exactly how it is, but it's you have to have that communication is so key. OK, before right. I'm going in and having you hammer at my nose and saw it and give me two black eyes and all that, I want a photo of what you think I'm going to look like after. Exactly. I want that computer drawing. Exactly. I I'm not saying it's never mm-hmm. it's never the patient's fault because as a patient you're putting yourself obviously into the care of a physician, so it's their job to take care of you. But at some point, you have to wonder like how where where's your thoughts? Where's your IQ as a person being like I'm going under? People die from anesthesia all the time. Oh, okay, you know what I'm saying. But <laughs> you're you're doing something. You're not just like it's not like you're just going and getting like stitches on a cut like. Yeah, someone is hammering at your face. Yeah. Uh, why is there no follow through on your part as a person? And weren't two doctors supposed to be performing on her that yeah. she mentioned? And yeah, so her guess, general physician, not her, yeah, I think it was a general doctor, more of a general doctor was there. He was saying you're a plastic surgeon, so mm-hmm. running late is in traffic, but I'm gonna get started, and then he's gonna get there. So, and even if that's the case, why would you even? I don't understand even telling that to your patient. Right. You don't even say that. You just go, okay, we're gonna take you in, right? For yeah. surgery, and like, if they uh, ask where's my doctor, then you're like, oh, you know what? Actually, well, why don't we postpone surgery a half an hour? If he's late in traffic, how late is he really gonna be? Right, exactly. I would have waited. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That would have made me red flag or reschedule. Flag. Yeah, you really so- bad. 
that desperate for a nose, you can't wait another like week or something right. for, for, for rescheduling? There was no real conclusion to that no. in the sense where it's like, oh, wait, did he ever show up? Maybe the other guy did the nose. Like, we don't fully right. know. Right. However, right. I think the really the takeaway was that she had this feeling that something wasn't right. And a lot of these patients, as we see in the show, have this feeling like, your gut. something's right. not right. But if if something doesn't feel right, go check that you out. You talked about that last week. Oh, always yeah. go with your gut. Always go yeah. with your gut because they, they might be re- unrevealing something else. But um, yeah. she had a great reveal. And her husband seems really happy. And he yeah. seems happy that she's happy. Right. Yes. Above everything. And their kids were so cute. Yes, the little boys. Yeah. Like, oh. They were a perfect so family. Cute. And she yeah. was saying, she was like, now I, I feel like I look good next to my husband because she was very insecure and she Which thought that he sad. was yeah, yeah that, that he was sad. more handsome than her that she didn't deserve to hold his right. hand or whatnot and I don't know that really broke my heart and I'm really happy that this surgery gave her the confidence to yeah. do that yes. but if anyone like at home is feeling this way or you could relate to her in any way if you're in a relationship I just you always have to remind yourself that this man like in this particular instance he married you so he chose you and someone right. to do to date, uh, choosing to date you like they're choosing you, so you're worthy. You know, right. like don't don't put yourself down. There's no reason to crooked nose or not. Right? That's <laughs> Amen, my message. Sister. Yeah. That's my message. Preaching over here. Right? <laughs> so we do one botch. So that was so deep. <laughs> um, all right. So that's that, those are that's it for our female patients. And then let's talk about our male patient uh, with the 30 year old body and the 90 80 uh, year old. Um, arms because he's, he's had so many yeah. implants and they're all in different crazy positions and everything seems a little bit out of whack. Did he as a person seem a little out of whack to you guys? He was a quirky dude. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely a quirky dude. Let me just say when he made that statement, you know, I have a what? What is, a 30 year old body with a 90 year old's biceps yeah. or whatever. First of all, someone lied to him about having a 30 year old body. I'm sorry. Thank you. I was <laughs> waiting for someone else. I can't always body. be the I'm one sorry. picking on people. Thank right. you. Thank you. No, I was like, somebody lied to you, boy. Okay. No, but seriously, that that whole, his body, and I realized why his skin was looking like that because he was diagnosed with, with cancer as well. So, what? No, do you no, believe that? No, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Okay. He had lymphoma oh. or cancer of the lymph nodes. Here's my thing. If you have cancer and you fix the cancer, okay, why the hell are you tanning every day like that? Wait, can I pause you? While you're, he was saying that he was, every day when he was, he was undergoing chemo, he did never miss never an appointment. Right. So he must have been like, oh, well, I'm, not, I'm getting chemo, so what's a little skin cancer? Like, I don't understand that. So no remorse for him in that regard. I don't under no. no. He was so baked. He was. His skin looked like leather. Leather. That's not healthy. And he had all the sunspots and age. It's just. Yeah. No. And I don't understand someone who's had cancer why you would put your. I mean, I said I'm not tan, but I'm not tanning every day. And you have to follow that up with okay, I'm now I'm here. I'm using sun like and and balance it out. I don't understand him going every day to a tanning bed when you already are undergoing chemotherapy. Yeah. But just yeah, he, well, he, I think, has had this relationship with aesthetic for such a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. As we come to find out, he, you know, he was a, a fat kid and then he decided, no, I don't want this anymore. And he lost, Traumatized all, yeah, he lost all the weight because he was being bullied. And then he entered this world of just like competition and beauty and he was Mr. Massachusetts, mm-hmm. which I have to disclose, our phone Maria Menunos was Miss Massachusetts. Um, I wanted to figure out if they'd known each other. Uh, I asked Maria, but uh, they did not. And I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I was hoping that they did. But, <laughs> um, 
he yeah was really involved in it. He was became Mr. Massachusetts, as I said, and then he helped other women um, become part of the competition. And he actually was saying that nine out of ten were winning or something like yeah, that. So he's very successful as yeah. a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like he needs some coaching of himself because yeah. he um, he's too self-love. attached. Self-love. Yes, exactly. The the I'm sorry, but the fat kid in him never really left. Right. The, right. the insecurities. It's kind of like yeah, you can change your outer appearance, but. Yeah, exactly. You need to reconcile that. Yeah, very true. And he he was too attached to all these um, implants because what the doctors kept on saying is that you just just we do not do these surgeries because uh, when it comes to male like muscle implants, they're just very unpredictable and the the risks are so high. They're not worth doing us doing it. That's why we Mm -hmm. do not do it. Plain and simple. But and they are also saying, get your butt to the gym. Get your butt to the gym. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Why are you putting silicone in your arms? Why is that such a bad thing? <laughs> I mean, they talked a little bit about it. I want con- your opinion. I'm just confused. Well, first of all, if you saw that when they pulled it out, it was actually an implant that they had, like, cut to fit his body. Like, weird. Okay? Yeah. That's- Two, like, your arms, dude? I mean, I would f- I would feel like as a individual, and, and he's supposedly been in the gym every day of his life or whatever. work your arms out (laughs) like i just i don't i'm just missing Mm -hmm. the connection there i I don't understand why it wasn't that simple like oh okay and i understand he couldn't he felt like he couldn't grow muscle mass because of the cancer well i'm sure after chemotherapy there's a lot on your body that's not growing your hair has to grow back like and and they say you know or you've we've all seen i'm sure when people after they have chemo and their hair grows back in the beginning of the hair that grows back in is not healthy hair you know, so it's like, bro, you just literally went through all these treatments going through, your, you know, all these chemicals going through your body. Of course, you're not going to be, and you never were, Jack. That's where I'm confused. If you look at the photos of him, I think he's delusional a little in his mind. He never was this ripped human being with these huge biceps. No, he wasn't. You, he's always been a thin man. 150 pounds as a grown man? Yeah. That's a small right. man. Yeah. That's so true. I was just, I don't know. I think he remembered how it never was. Mm-hmm. It more so, yeah. And you know what? I feel like a lot of these people trying to gain control, and mm-hmm. I think that when you're when you have cancer, you feel like you, you lose, lose it. so much control of your body and your health and right. where your life is going because there's you know it puts everything into perspective. Right. And I wonder what's why he got maybe even ex- extra impulsive when it came to the tanning, extra impulsive when it came mm-hmm. to wanting all these surgeries because you get he's like, okay, let me control this physique. Because that's control your gym, do. control going to the gym twice a day, or control I don't know. And that's the same thing too with like the booties now. Like everyone loves a fat little booty, but like. I have a friend who got her booty injected, and I was telling her, I was like, go, just go to the gym, girl. Like, I went to the gym, like, I was working on my ass, like, actually by itself for two months straight. Like, that was my focus. I was like, it grew two inches. That two inches is a lot of, is it? Okay. That's, I mean, out two inches, that's a lot of, in two months, okay? Yeah. So if you're going and you're spending $6,000 on injections in your butt that maybe increased it by a half an inch. Go to the gym. It's it's way cheaper. Yeah, for two inches, definitely go you to know, the gym. You know, like, I just yeah. don't understand. I'm confused sometimes. I think we're just uh, such a quick, like, fixed society. Absolutely. Oh, you want this? Let's, oh, you want that? Like, let's do other Instant things. Let's put the work in. And right. honestly, we don't even know. We have, don't even have enough research to know what harm these things are putting in your body do. We, we're going to know maybe in 30 years the first people that had fillers, like, what the actual... Right. You know, downside. I mean, obviously, filler, some fillers are mostly hyaluronic acid. Right. That's fine. But we don't... I mean, silicone's not safe. That's what she injected in her butt? No, she didn't. Oh. It's, it's a new thing called Sculptura. 
Um, oh yeah, I did. And it like supposed that. it's supposed to increase um, by twenty percent. Yeah, I actually saw in a video yeah. how that was done. I was. But it takes three treatments. It's like six grand a piece. You need at least 20 syringes total, so 10 in each cheek. I mean, it's, I don't know. You'd say it's probably not worth it. No. The thing is also, I mean, it's worth it if you want, like, if you have cellulite or something and it can fill in those spaces, sure, why not? But if you're working to build your butt, do a fat transfer or you're going to need to do something different than... Right. Or or if you have the money to just drop, you know, $10,000 per session on your butt, then yeah, go ahead. I'm not anti-doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm just anti-laziness. Well, I think the thing also on top of that is when it comes to your butt or even when it comes to Joey and his arms, yeah. these are placements that you're 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 using your body every day. You're when it comes to your butt, right. you're sitting down a lot. So that's right. why there's a high risk. When it came to his implants, you're think of how much he's using his arms. He actually even had one implant that was going into his armpit and they were saying that later down the run, the, down the and it's going to make things worse. He won't be able to lift. He's going to be really have a lot of trauma from this. And mm-hmm. that's why they suggested just get rid of the implants. And he needed a time to think of it. What were at this point in the episode when he's like, I'm going to th- I'm going to think about it. Do you guys think he would go through with it or not? I thought he was going to be the one that didn't have surgery. Me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Because we, we always talk about this. There's always an, uh, someone who just goes in kind mm-hmm. of for their little plug or who wants not who has an outrageous request and the doctors are just not about it. And I was actually presently surprised that he slept on it and then he was like let's do it but well, he did get rid still of keep one in he kept yeah, one he but he got rid of most of them he got rid of three i guess three out of four is pretty good progress right. and up till the end uh uh terry was saying you know what like you're gonna look disproportionate if you just keep one in you're sure you don't want to get rid of it and it wasn't a flat out no he was saying it's like building a house and i need to do little steps i'm just gonna keep this and then it's then later on and get rid of it do you think he will get rid of it later on i feel like that's a lot of money and time to mm. just get rid of one why not right. just take them all just out. Take it out i think just he just like you said it's a control thing he's having trouble parting with it right by the way how old is he did we get his age by uh, any chance? i don't think we did we that's no. not something that was disclosed but I, if i'm being honest i do think it's 30 years old it's definitely not 30 <laughs> years old i think honestly sure. i think he probably is only in his 40s but i think he looks really? a lot older because from, of sun damage based on the times that they were showing us you know photos and, and things like that of i mean 2011 is when he had cancer mm. um and, and he was, was still like pretty active at that point as far as you know in the community of the Mr. Massachusetts stuff so right when he was a coach um, and they were showing those pictures yeah. all the girls had a 1994 uh, okay thing mm-hmm. so okay yeah I was um, gonna say 60 I'm sorry no guys, he looked very old yeah he did um, he did yeah the last thing I want to touch upon him is his whole nudist stuff that we got to see he goes to the nudist beaches and he keeps he only covers his arms then at the end of the episodes gets rid of that yeah. and is fully in the nude and is running on the beach with the little what are those called things that were in the air do you guys see that a the kite, kite? A kite. he's running a kite can you guys just like let's break the third wall right now and like think of like all the production and crew who are following this guy on an empty beach My, I don't think they have the budget to rent out a beach I think it's cold as hell and he's just mm-hmm. butt naked running around and these guys are having to film and light him in my opinion, I just don't think that was necessary to have that part in funny, as though. a reveal. I mean, I guess it's funny. I was just like, okay, it's not that serious. You could have just showed us the arms, but you had to do this whole grand finale <laughs> yeah. of revealing then running nude on the beach. Can That's I be honest I with the reveal? I was really upset. Okay, why is that? Because everyone that has reveals, they're surrounded by, like, I mean, as phony as it might be, but they're with loved ones or people who supposedly care about them. And it was just, like, really, it made me really sad because you never hear him talk about, like, his family. Or I feel like he's just a really lonely guy. I think so, And it too. made me really a little, I felt bad. And I was like, maybe if he had more people around him, he wouldn't have felt the need to, like, 
do that in the first one. I don't know. It made me it made me feel a it's little true that sad. Usually in the I mean we always see with this big reveals, there's always some kind of support system, mm-hmm. some family members, some friends, and yes, he was naked and alone. So <laughs> that was kind of sad. Do you guys have any final thoughts before we wrap up this uh, breakdown? No, I think that's it. I think it was a covered, good episode. We covered all our bases. It was. Uh, we got the nudist talk, got the areola talk. So we, we got, got it all we got in. Got it yes. all in. Um, oh, we, wait, are we doing any predictions today? We can do really, really quick. We're running out of time. I'm so scared for next week's episode. Why? The guy with the about? ears. Did you see that? Oh my gosh. Tell us about it. Yes. The guy then, with the alien. He wants to look like it. He wants to get his eye color changed yeah. next. Next. Um, episode and he has like the alien ears oh, that stick out from his hair so scary and of course i'm always eating when i watch this i don't know why but i felt so sick yeah. yeah yeah he's had a lot of stuff he's gonna be an interesting guy and i can't wait to break him all down um unfortunately we're out of time so we're not gonna be able to get to special uh, double special segment next week. <laughs> yeah we're not gonna be able to get to abigail's um special segment but don't worry next week we'll talk so much more about that and so much more stuff we have some alien guy with some crazy ears we got lots and lots to this to discuss so in the meantime please keep the conversation going on both youtube and itunes and if you feel up to it go follow me on instagram um i'm not botched but i do have uh, some fun stuff i share on there they're not my areolas but they're still cute pictures so at bonjour juliet go check me out what about you guys and make sure you guys follow me on instagram at the real nicole and that's nicole with the y you guys can follow me on all my social media at abigail double underscore af and check out my podcast OGAF and we'll see you guys next week. Awesome guys, bye. See you next week. Bye. Buzz you. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye, later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.